Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Running into the name of God, running into God's name. Romans 12, 2 says, don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. That means metamorphosized from a lower state up into a higher state by the renewing of your minds. And the promise is that then you'll be able to test and approve. This is the only time it says this about God's will. You'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. You'll be able to say, oh, that's not God's will, and test it and approve and say, that's not God's will. But this is God's will, and it says that you'll know His will, His good, pleasing, and perfect will, even for your life, it says in the Amplified. So today, I want to talk, I want to do a little bit of transformation of, the, of your life through the renewing of your mind. I want to look at some of the names of God. I wish I could go into all of them, but I've only got 21 minutes left um, to go through the ones that I have. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through Psalm 139. So if you've got your Bibles, grab this out. I love this Psalm. This is a really good Psalm. It's very intimate and um, it's beautiful. So Psalm 139, um, verse 1 says this, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. That, that there is just amazing. You know, Peter, when um, after Jesus rose from the dead, was resurrected, and he met up with Peter on the banks of the river and he, uh, on the Sea of Galilee, and he says, Do you love me? And he goes, Yes, Lord, I love you. He goes, Feed my sheep. And then he goes, Peter, do you love me? And he goes, yes, Lord, I love you. And he says, well, look after my lambs. And then the third time he asked him, he said, Peter, do you love me? And he got upset at this point and he said, Jesus, you know all things. This is the same as what he's saying here. This is what David's saying here. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know everything about me. And it goes through very poetically from here on, um, talking about it. But the word Lord here is Yahweh, Yahweh. This is the I am the Lord. When Moses asked God, um, who am I going to say is sending me to this great nation of Egypt? Who, are you, who's, who am I going to say is sending me? And he says, tell them I am who I am is sending you. Does that make sense to anyone? I am? I am. But this word here of the Lord actually means, this is the name for God. This is a noun of, his, of who he is, but it's a verb of what he does. It holds it in two things. So what it's actually saying is that I was, I am, and I will be. I'm always the same. I never change. My plan has never altered. I've never deviated from any course. You can trust in what I say because I am a secure, fortified tower. You run into me and you are safe. So if, you have, if you're thinking that was yesterday, this is today, and it could change tomorrow, then call on the name of Yahweh. Call on the name of Jehovah. Call on the name of I Am, because He does not change. He is a God of authority and power. And this actually reveals that He, he exists. He bees. <laughs> he be. You know, that doesn't make sense. So, this is to, at times when I've needed reassurance that, to know that my God is bigger than any problem that I've ever had, that he will carry me through any trial or any trouble that I am. That's Yahweh. 
the breath of life. See, there's no, there's no vowels in this. It's all consonants. They never used to say his name because it was such a holy, revered name. It was written as YHWH in the English. Of course, it's different in the Hebrew. It's squiggly lines and dots and dashes. That's what it looks like. I don't know how they even got by with a language like that. At least I speak more better English than I used to did. He's saying right here that he was with them and he, was, he will always be with them. When I'm worried about things, I just remember this. I am is with me. I am. He never changes. Yeah, my life, I remember what my, what my issues were in the past and maybe they've changed now, but he, he's the same God back then that looked after me. And do you know what? I'm, I'm alive today. He's carried me through that. He can carry me through this. And it doesn't matter what lays before me. I am reassured that my God is I am. So right here, he's saying, you have searched me, I am. You know me. Before, here, Tomorrow, you know everything about me. Um, and it goes on to say, you know, in verse 2, you know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. Now, that's not, you know, um, who was the singer that sang that song, From a Distance, God is Watching Us? It's an old song. Bette Midler, thank you very much. It's not saying that he, um, he knows our thoughts from afar. He actually knows when our thoughts are far off. You know, when our thoughts aren't here, that we're worrying about this far off, you know, worrying about something far in the distance that's, that may never even eventuate. Or we're worrying about something far back in time that was affected, but we've actually, it's, the Word of God says if we sin and we confess our sin, He's just unable to wipe out, forgive that sin, and then cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And it says that he removes that, that sin as far as the east is from the west. Who knows? They never meet up. East and west never meet up. <laughs> north and south do. You know, like they, you go that way, you hit north and you hit south. But there is no east pole or west pole. And you just keep going around unless you live on a flat earth. I'm going to start a flat moon society. <laughs> Has anyone seen the dark side of the moon? I reckon, I reckon I've got something here. If I start a flat moon society, I think there's people out there silly enough to believe me. We only ever see one side of it. Come on. NASA conspiracy. Yeah. You discern, you perceive my thoughts from afar. Even when my thoughts are so way out there, and they're so he perceives my thoughts and he knows them. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Wow. Before a word is on my tongue, we were just singing this, before I even breathe, before I a breath of a word, before a word is even on my tongue, Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in from behind and from before. That is so beautiful. What it's saying, hem there, actually means a protection around us. So behind us and before us. What's gone behind, so we can't be attacked from what's behind us, what's transpired in the past, what people want to bring up and try and stab you in the back with. He, he protects us from behind and what we're also walking into 
Um, having his word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. When we're walking, following the, you know, keeping in step with the spirit, he holds us in this protective place. It's so beautiful to run into the name of the Lord and be safe. Um, and you lay your hand upon me. Oh, how beautiful is that? Like I, yesterday, Kylie took off for the daughter's um, coffee and cake. Who, who came out to that? Who enjoyed that? Was it good? Was it worth it? About eight people, hun. Good job. It's more than that. Oh, and Wednesday night, thank you, creative team, for such a great night on Soak out here. Thank you for setting up beforehand. Thank you for, for playing and entering into the spirit. And thank you for packing up afterwards. You guys are amazing. Uh, if you want to get involved in that, you can turn up early and listen to them praising and worshiping and, and you can help them set up and, and then you don't have to leave straight on nine o'clock and run out the door. You can help pack up. That's what family does. Where can I flee from your presence? Where can I go from your spirit? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn... If I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand that you put on me will guide me. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So I stayed at home and cuddled our dog. <laughs> Kylie went to coffee and cake, and she left our um, German shorthead pointer on the sofa with me. Do you know how much it means to him for me to put my hand on his head and just stroke his head? He... I can't believe he gets so much joy out of it. He's just like, <sighs> I am royalty though, Stephen, you know, and I'm, I'm touching his head and he's just like, <sighs> I pray for my animals. I, I'm, I'm there and I'm praying in the spirit for my dog. And there's something that about these animals, they actually know. I've prayed for Molly, our Labrador, she, Labradoodle, she is now... Um, 16, and acts like a little pup. She's so old, I keep praying for God's preservation over her life. But when I, when I kneel down, I lay my hands on my dogs and I pray for them, pray for, thank you God for my beautiful dogs, that you made these dogs for my pleasure. You've given me stewardship and dominion over these dogs. They just stay there and suck it up. Like they love it. Because they are honouring our Father. They are honouring the Father of creation by being a dog. By being in the backyard going, big dogs, we're here. Oh, don't you come near our fence. They are honouring God. It's, it's just amazing. Don't you come here. You know, just a reminder, don't come to our house. <laughs> Where can I go to flee from you? Not that we would ever want to, but the image that, that David is saying here, you know, is that I can't get away from me. Your, your hand will guide me. Your right hand, that's talking about a righteous hand. That's talking about a strong hand. That's talking about a protective hand here. Your right hand will hold me secure. It will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me. Who's ever wanted to crawl, crawl under a rock? And disappear into the shadows because you're ashamed or embarrassed. Or is that just me? I seem to want to do this a lot. David was writing this for me. I've embarrassed myself sometimes. Well, you know. You've seen me up here. I, I, do, it, 
I just sometimes change, you know, you know how you open your mouth just to change feet? Because you always got your foot in your mouth some way. What he's saying here is that surely the darkness will hide me. Even when I want to be obscure, even when I want to be hidden, he's saying here, the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. You know that God created both of these. God created darkness and he created light. He identified them for us, day, night. And we think in the darkness, you know, I'm hiding or God can't see me. The thing is, though, it's light to him. So when we're in there groping around going, God, I'm lost. I don't know which way to go. I don't know where this, you know, where the door is. I don't know how to get out of here. I don't know what to do. He's like, doesn't matter. I don't need light. I am light. Grabs our hand and just takes us out of that situation. Those that run into the name of the Lord will be saved, it says. So these are the names of Yahweh, Jehovah, or Yahweh. So the, the first one that I want to just look at, keeping this all in context here, is he's Jireh, or Yaira, the Lord will provide. You know, we sometimes get our needs and our wants mixed up. Our wants override our needs in life. We don't need that much to exist, but we want as more than ever. Want, 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 want. I want this. No, I needs it. I've got to have it. And it's, no, there's a lot of things that we don't need. And actually, we don't really want, but we don't know that until we get it. And then we go, I didn't want that. Yeah? I, I need it, I want it, and then you get it and you have the buyer's remorse and you're like, I really didn't need that at all. I just wanted it. The Lord will provide. He is faithful. He is able. All things are possible through God. There, you might think, but he can't provide in this situation. Please don't ever limit him. Don't ever limit him. If you're needing provision in your life in any way, this is a way that you can run into the name of the Lord and be secure, be saved, be whole, because he is the God, the Lord who provides. He's provided everything in the earth for our sustenance, our health, our, our ongoing. Do you, do you realize everything that you see has come out of this earth? You might say, but this is electronics. Yes, it all came out of the earth. What you pour into your car, the plastic that we throw away so readily, all comes out of the earth. God has provided so abundantly for us. Let's shift our thinking and start believing that God can provide, that God is able to provide. And when the, when the news says, oh, the, the climate change, because Melbourne thought climate change had hit, they dropped 10 degrees in like six minutes yesterday and they're like, going off to work, sweating, coming home. But that's Melbourne. It, there is no climate change. Climate, weather is weather. And if you think that man has got control over this, this earth will endure until God says otherwise. This earth will endure. And the, the amazing thing is, I remember back in the 70s, they were saying we were going to run out of oil within the next 10 to 15 years. Well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> long time ago. Scientists are actually thinking and, and getting the, the um, evidence for this that they think that the earth is actually still making. It wasn't just through a cataclysmic event where um, heat, pressure and everything just came to a perfect storm and created oil and created natural gas and created coal. They're thinking 
this thing is alive. This planet that we're on is breathing. It is alive, and it's actually doing this at the moment. I don't want to mess with your science or anything like that, but go and have a look at it. God has provided. God has provided, and it's not only He has provided, He will provide, because remember, He is I am. I am the Lord, and I will provide. So you might think, yeah, he did it before, but he can't do it in this situation. Don't say that. Say, he is the Lord, my provider. If you've got bills that you can't pay at the moment, or if you've done, you know, credit card, bring some wisdom in there and get a budget, but start proclaiming over it, God is my provider. God is the one who's going to provide for me. We can trust him. His timing is perfect. All things are possible through him. I, I can't not see a way out of this because God is my provider. The next one is Yahweh Rapha. I am the Lord who heals you. I am your healer. Oh, I love this because there's so many, I, I injured my back right before we got married. I injured my back, had a spinal injury that was, pretty, was quite significant and affected my life in a major way. And I had multiple operations and things like that. But I'm way better than what I was. At one point, I was just all, ugh. you'd see me walking around like this because it was, I was 20-something years old and I was almost a cripple. And they were saying, Steve, you, you could even possibly lose your legs because of this. And I just kept proclaiming God's my healer. I went and had operations, but I kept proclaiming, God's my healer. You put healing in my body, and you're able, to do, you're able to heal, you're able to do things. And so I started reading Job, because Job knew about suffering. Maybe I could learn something off Job. I read through Job once, and I'm going, <laughs> he had it easy. So I read through Job. <laughs> you can laugh at that. And then I read through Job again. I'm like, wow, there's, there's some depth there. I read through Job again, and I'm like going, God, you are so amazing, Job didn't see this coming. Job didn't know that his faithfulness was going to bring about bringing, getting double portions in his life. But God is the God who just heals. He provides. So I've been proclaiming all the time, God, you're my healer. God, you're my healer. You put healing in my body. Thank you for releasing that healing. Thank you by, by the name of Jesus. By his stripes, we are healed. Not we will be healed, but it says, the, I am the Lord who heals you. By his stripes, the very thing that they wanted to use as violence and aggression on Jesus' body and, and just disseminate it. No, by that, we're healed. Wow. I can't comprehend that. Healing doesn't always come in the timetable that we want or even in the way that we want. But I, I'm so glad for my journey. It has changed me. It has turned me into a different person. The injury that caused so much pain in my body has changed me into a nicer person. It really has, because I've had to become dependent on God, dependent on His ways, looking for answers where I couldn't see answers, looking for responses where I couldn't see even any movement. But God is faithful. He is, I am, He was, He is, and He always will be. And the final Yahavah that I'm going to use, but there's so many of them, is Yahavah Shalom. Jehovah Shalom. Shalom means peace. The Lord is peace. Not just the Lord gives peace or brings about a little bit of a peaceful atmosphere. No, the Lord is peace. He brings, he just, until you know it, you, you don't get it. It's like a lot of things to do with God. Until you take that faith step, you don't understand what faith is. 
Until you, until you experience the peace of God, you think, oh, oh, peace is the absence of conflict or it's the absence of trouble or strife in your life. And then you realize, no, even in amongst this, he sets a table for me in the midst of my enemies, Psalm 23 says. Though I go through the valley of the shadow of the death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me because they protect and they guide us through life. And if you're going through the valley of the shadow of death, don't stop. Go through the valley of the shadow of death. The Lord is peace. There are so many other names for God in, in Jehovah, in Yahweh, but it's, it's you know, um, Zidkanu. Uh, I can't even think of any of them right now. That's all right. Not meant to. Go and look them up. Do a search on Google or whatever you want to use, and, and there are so many names for the Lord our God. Um, what can I say about this? In times of greatest darkness and, and dread in my life, this is when the peace of God has actually come in, and I go, wow, I'm secure. I'm in the safest hands. Dad's heart for me is good. Dad's heart for me, my, our Father's heart for you is to have you secure, for you to live in joy, for you to live in peace, for you to live in provision, for you to live in health. This is God's heart for us. <laughs> I love it about that. Yeah. I am peace. I am provider. I am healer. He doesn't just do it. He is it. So going on with Psalm 139, verse 13. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works, O oh Lord, are wonderful, and I know that full well. The word here um, for, for God, for Lord in this, is Elohim. In the beginning, Elohim. This is God Almighty. The word Elohim, when you, when you start seeing Elohim, it's a plural word. It's a plural identity of God. So in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. That meant a plural God created the heavens and the earth. And it says in the beginning, Elohim, all three, created the heavens and the earth. And then it says, and the Spirit was hovering over the waters. And then God said, using word, and if you look at John 1, it says, in the beginning, was the Word, Jesus, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So the Spirit hovered on the waters. God was there, God the Father, and God spoke, and Jesus responded. And by that, it's, it goes on to say in John, all things were made by Him. There is nothing that was made that wasn't made by Him. When I'm tasting food, I'm going, Jesus, you're a genius. When I'm seeing, you know, art and stuff, I go, Jesus, you're a genius. Like, you, we've got to start honouring Jesus for, for being the, the source and the, the Alpha and the Omega. He, he was there at the beginning and by him all things were made. Elohim, God Almighty. It's actually, this as well encompasses, um, like I've been blown away with our Bible college. How many college students we've got here today? Yep, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. We've got a few. You know when God um, used the, the plagues to discipline Egypt, I, I was so blown away in this study, I, I hadn't seen it before, but each plague was actually wiping out the authority of the false gods of, of Egypt. 
The, when the Nile turned to blood, that was wiping out the authority of the God of the Nile. When the, when the, the sun went black, and, and that was wiping out the Ra, the sun god, which they worshipped quite passionately. Each one was... When the frogs came, do you know that they're... they're oh, I love this. The God of fertility and, and also of the Nile has a frog head. That's attractive, isn't it? The God of fertility and, and you know, intimacy it has a frog head. Now, what's really interesting, get this, it says that the frogs even went into their bed chambers. Doesn't say it about lice, doesn't say it about hail, doesn't say it about anything else, but says it about the frogs, that they went into the bed chambers. Now, who wants to get jiggy with it when you've got a frogs in the bed with you? God wiped out the authority and the power of all the gods. He is Elohim, God Almighty. Psalm 19 verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the skies proclaim the works of His hands. I love where I live. We've got no other streetlights around us. The only, we don't even see the lights of Merbeam because I think they turn them off at 7 o'clock to save power because there's no one around. Uh, <laughs> All we can see is broken, uh, sorry, Baronga Hill um, winery off in the distance. But I get this show of the stars in the heavens that is just so beautiful. Come out and have a look at them sometime. From my place, the dogs are going, big dogs, you're having it. You'll get to see the stars. Going on with Psalm 139. Is anyone getting anything out of this? It was so profoundly deep to me. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, and what it's talking about there is we are dust, we're made from dust. God formed us, breathed the breath of life into us, and we became alive. It says, so, you know, in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. <laughs> this reminds me of Elroy, Elroy, Elroy. <laughs> Pretty woman. Elroy, God who sees me. Nothing is hidden from him. When we're formed, he sees us. Before we're even formed, he sees us. And, and so many people think, oh yeah, he sees us because he's a vindictive, judgmental God who's just waiting for us to mess up so he can go, ah, ah, and deal with us. No, no, he sees us because he loves us so much. He loves you so much. There is no one else in the whole of creation that has ever been like you. No one else has carried your thumbprint, fingerprints. No one else has carried your DNA mix. Kylie and I are about to do a DNA ancestry test. And then I found out that even though our children come from a mix of our DNA, at any point through our mixture, they could just grab, I don't know, a bit of German from here, a bit of Scottish from there, a bit of French from there. Our kids are all different. They are so unique, even though they come from the same gene pool as us. God is so profoundly creative that no one is the same. 
You know, when people say, oh, I don't know what went wrong with this kid. I treated them all the same. No, it says train a child in the way they should go according to their gifts and talents that God has placed within them. You know, you have gifts, you have hardwiring, you have talents within you that God sees. And not only sees, but he enjoys watching you interact with his, with his creation. He loves watching you interact with his community. He loves watching you interact with other human beings. I'm passionate about this. God who sees me, not just watching me to watch me mess up. He's watching me to enjoy me. He says that he, 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 he dances over us and sings over us with joy. We sang it this morning. Agree? Yes. Psalm 139 verse 17. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, this is really intimate. And looking through the process of this and have a, have a look at Psalm 139 and ask God to speak to you through it because this is really intimate. This is like profoundly intimate the way that he's speaking about God. How vast is the sum of them. Your, your thoughts about me, oh God. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. It's like, even though I might be asleep, even though I might be awake, I'm still with you. When I'm alert, you're their God. And this, this God that he's talking about here and right through here. See, the Word of God says that, um, that when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and that's believe in the heart that God sent Jesus and raised him from the dead, and confess with the mouth that he is Lord of your life. You give him your life and submit to his teaching, his path for your life. You know, and it says we receive a spirit of adoption so that we can then cry out, Abba. This is the name of God that is one of the most intimate names that we have been given the privilege of using. This is Daddy God. This is like such an intimate name. It's like Papa, Daddy. Yeah? I love this because he's talking about how precious. You know, having a good dad is is such a, a great strength in your life. And when you've got a good dad, a good dad's presence in a family... Um, is one of protection, it's one of security, it's one of unconditional love. He'll give you direction in your life. He'll show you, you know, help you discipline your life so that you can mold and make good decisions and bring wisdom into your life. And this is the heart of Abba, Daddy, Father, God. He loves us so profoundly. His thoughts about us aren't bad thoughts, they're all good thoughts. He's desiring to outwork his goodness in our life. He's desiring to outwork his favor in our life. Oh, this is one of my favorite names for God. Daddy. Daddy. (laughs) I'm going to finish up with the last one here. El Elyon. God Most High. God Most High. This This is a very sacred term. It's interesting looking at Psalm 139. Verses 19 to 20, it says, If only you, God, would slay the wicked. And actually, it means to bring order to those that have wicked hearts. And he says, Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. People that, this isn't just doing a little bit of wrong. This is actually people with feet that are quick to run to evil. You know, hands that are swift to shed innocent blood. They've always been in the earth and they always will be in the earth. 
God's heart is not for them. If you read scripture, God desires for them to turn, but God's heart is not for them. His heart is for people that long to be close to Him, that long to obey His precepts, long and and desire to fulfill um, His plan for their life. And it says, They speak of you with evil intent and your adversaries misuse your name. So they misuse and misrepresent the identity, the character and the authority of God. But this name here, El Elyon, is God Most High. And I want to speak this over you today. He is God Most High. He is bigger than any problem that you might have or come up against. He is he in your daily struggles and daily walk of life. He is there for you. You can run into this name, God Most High, at any time in your life. He is Abba, He's Daddy, He's He's um, healer, He's provider, He's all these things, but He's also God Most High. He's above everything else. All things come under Him. And if you're having issues with stuff in life, just start calling on the name of El Elyon. God, you are most high. You're above this. You have got the safest hands. No one can snatch me out of your hands. Nothing can tear you, tear me away from you. You, you are for me. You're not against me. You want to embrace me. You don't want to push me away. Daddy God. The 911. I, I used this one before. You know, Americans have 911. We have 000, but there's no scriptures with 000, so I can't do that one. So just remember, if you're ever in a 911 situation, listen to this Psalm 91, verse 1. Those who dwell in the secret place are the most high. That's actually going in, waiting on the Lord, spending time understanding. You know how it says, He calls me deeper still into love, love love. I love the words of that song. His heart for us is love. And it's not the love is love that the world tries to say, the pattern of this world. His love is patient. It's kind. It's not envious. It doesn't boast. It isn't proud. It isn't self-seeking. It isn't easily angered. Keeps no record of wrong. It doesn't delight in evil, but it rejoices in the truth. This is the love that He's calling. So when we go into this deep place, this secret place of the Most High, it says that you shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. And if you go on and read Psalm 91 further through, it says you don't have to fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day. Though a thousand might fall by one side and 10,000 by another side, it will not come near you. You will be protected. This is El Elyon, God Almighty. Do you want to just stand with me? God Almighty, Most High. I hope you got something out of that today. I hope you didn't think it was just like a lesson in Hebrew and Greek or anything like that. The name of the Lord is a fortified tower. Those the righteous run into it and are safe, saved, whole, complete, secure. Father, I thank you for your nature. I thank you for your identity. Father, I thank you for your authority and your character that you have revealed to us so abundantly through your myriad of profound names. Father, I thank you for revelation to flow through the Spirit this week. And where people have been up against the wall or blocked or or feeling like there's no way out. Oh, Father, I thank you that you are Daddy God, that your heart is for us. 
that, that you are... You are the God that provides. You are the God that heals. You are the God that brings shalom, perfect peace into our life. And thank you for the privilege that we can run into your name. Not just chant your name, but run into it. It's a secure place that we can come to. And your name, your identity, your character, your nature, your authority protects us. Father, I just thank you for those that are needing healing at the moment. That your profound and miraculous creative healing will take place not only in their body, but in their souls and in their mind as well. Father, those that are holding out for provision in their life, I thank you that you are Yahavah, Jireh, my provider. You, you provide for us. Thank you that you're Shalom, our peace, that we don't have to be anxious or worry or have fear in our heart because we are in the safest hands possible, in the hands of God Almighty. Father, I thank you that you are I am, Yahweh, Jehovah, that you are I am. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You don't change. Even though my circumstances do, your heart of goodness, your heart of protection, your heart of redemption, your heart for me, for us, never changes. Lord, I thank you right now for your spirit speaking into lives. I thank you right now for your power, your, your signs and wonders miraculously being birthed in lives for healings, for peace, for provision. You are God Almighty. You are God and there is no other. You are God and there is none beside you. No one can compare to you. And you are our Father, Abba Father, Daddy God. Father, I thank you for revelation flowing. I thank you for people stepping in the security and running into your name this week, into this year, this decade, for the rest of our lives. Not cowering and being buffeted by the pattern of this world, but running into the name of the Lord and being saved. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your, your, oh, your radical, outlandish, outrageous love. Lord, I just proclaim favour on each life here. Favour for jobs. Favour for, for partners. Father, I thank you for wisdom in making decisions. Word of God says that if you lack wisdom, then ask God for wisdom and He will give it abundantly. So Father, I thank you for wisdom. You are the God of wisdom. Father, have your way in our lives. May your kingdom come and may your will be done here on earth, in the earth of our life, in the earth of our existence, in the sphere of our, our influence. Father, may your kingdom come, may your will be done here on earth, just as it is in the heavenlies. Father, thank you that we can trust in you. You are secure. You are a safe place. You are a strong tower that we can run into. Thank you for your peace in minds. Holy Spirit, where, when, people start to, when we start to get anxious and worry, thank you for reminding us not to be anxious or worry about anything, but bring our petitions and our requests with thanksgiving to our Father and the peace of God that bypasses and transcends our thinking will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Have your way, Father. You're an awesome God. All your ways are awesome. And this is an awesome day 
for us to step into your awesome name and see your awesome salvation. <laughs> In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We went a little bit over there, but we're just going to sing. And um, if you've got concerns in your heart or you've got things that you're just right now, after I've spoken this word, respond to it by just proclaiming that over your life. We're going to be singing, but He's a good God. Start proclaiming that over your life. Whatever the concern is in your heart, whatever is troubling you at the moment or what you want to see a breakthrough and just start thanking Him and agreeing that He is provider, that He is shalom, that He is our healer because He will turn up in your life. Thanks for joining today. It would be so awesome to see you at church this Sunday. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.